gone tripping. Well, here we are, Memorial Day. Yeah, it's and, a good day. Uh, yeah, so we got an interesting show. We're trying to figure out what to do for Memorial Day, Memorial day show. Right. And right. Uh, we figured, you know what, let's do a best of. We're 12 yeah. episodes in. Let's do a clip show. Yeah, so we're doing a clip <laughs> show. It's a holiday. Uh, we're yeah, right now as you're listening to this, we are enjoying our barbecue, right. Memorial Day barbecue. We're honoring those who have passed on before us, who've served and taken care of our country. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Um, kind of just grabbed a little bit of a uh, little bit of everybody. Exactly. So we'll, we'll do that and, 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 and everything and uh, come in and tell you which uh, clip is which. Right. Um, probably wondering uh what about the drink of the day <laughs> all the so, fans of the drink of the day yeah exactly so we actually thought about doing a suicide uh which is a uh back when i was a snow cone uh hawker <laughs> uh you really I, have worked every job oh yeah i start my parents bought a snow shack when i was like six seven years old and That's crazy. Uh, i worked it till i was 19 wow so um but yeah we we, we would just mix a bunch of flavors together sure and it was called a suicide because yeah same thing as like a, if you have a fountain drink and you go to like each nozzle. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Get each so, one. so we figured we'd do that for mm-hmm. our drink of the day. I mix everything together, but somebody's throwing a fit about <laughs> coconut water oh, being man. thrown into that whole Throwing mix. me under the bus. No, yeah. I was saying that <laughs> coconut water plus cranberry juice plus ginger ale plus birch beer plus the other like seven things that Root we... Root beer. Yeah. It would have been a... Dis- cherry Sprite. Yeah. Oh, Key man. Lime Stewart's. Mango Orange Gatorade. cream Stewart's. Uh, yeah. Got, Ooh, knee-high grape. Knee-high yeah. grape. See, it all would have been just Sometimes horrible. you just got to live a little. But uh, Well, it also would have been an extremely expensive drink. Oh, but it would have been delicious, and it would have been worth it for this show. I don't think right? it would have been delicious. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't do that. Yeah, so, we had two drinks uh, of the day last time. In your mind, the drink of the day is a mixture of Stewart's Orange Cream, Cherry Sprite, uh knee-high grape, uh, lemonade ginger ale, mango Gatorade, tropical mango Gatorade, uh, key lime uh, uh, Stewart's soda. He's uh, trying to read them all. <laughs> raspberry Coca-Cola. Uh, let's see here. Cranberry juice, uh, birch beer, Hank's root beer. Yep. Um, grape soda. Did you get the knee-high? knee-high? Got the knee-high okay. grape okay. soda. Uh, and then, of course, the, oh, the worst one. The birch beer. Oh, no, that's not the worst one. And I like then birch beer. the uh, coconut water. <laughs> yeah. Also mixed with uh, our half and half, half lemonade, half grapefruit. Right. So, yeah, you can try that on your own. And just yeah. so you don't have to imagine what that would uh, sound like, it would sound like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is so gross. Oh, there's pieces of coconut. I'm pretty sure, like, Dr. Pepper is, like, 27 different flavors. Yeah, but so none of those that we listed. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a good call. But we digress. Yes. So, yeah, heading into this, our first clip here is from episode four. Yeah. With Chris and Carrie Blazer. The Blazers. The Vaga Blazers. Vaga Blazers. Uh, follow them on Instagram. Um, and they are talking about uh, their trip out to, on their way to Thailand. They yeah. They lived in Thailand for a year. It was a bumpy ride for them. Yeah. And uh, started off with a hitch. They talk about that hitch. And the things that uh, they, you know, put faith in humanity that sure. happened to them as they were dealing with sure. 
uh, the instances in Iceland. It's a good, uh, good testament to what could go wrong and what could go right. Exactly. So yeah. here's the travel. here's their clip. There was there was a story I, I once heard, and it was about this guy who was traveling from New York City um, with his family. They lived in New York City. They're driving to the Grand Canyon in Arizona, which I know you guys are familiar with, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, being from Arizona. Uh, and this was back in like the 60s. And they were driving through southern Utah to get to the Grand Canyon. And they were in a small town. Uh, just on the Utah-Arizona border, they stopped to get gas, and they were talking to the attendant at the gas station. And uh, he said, hey, I see your plates are from New York. Have you been to the uh, uh, Statue of Liberty? And uh, the gentleman from New York is like, no, I haven't. And hmm. uh, he just kind of like, that's crazy. And he goes, oh, I've been. It was awesome. This guy from southern Utah, you know, 2,500 miles away had been to the Statue of Liberty. But this guy who's lived for 20 years in New York City right. had never been to the Statue of Liberty. And uh, he's like, well, what are you guys doing out here? And he said, well, we're going to the Grand Canyon. And he goes, ah, oh, I've never been to the Grand Canyon. And he lived two <laughs> hours <laughs> from the Grand Canyon. And it's just right. one of those things that. Um, Grass is always greener. It, yeah. And so it's just one of those things where. um it's building up to those, those things. Uh, Chris and Carrie have, uh, you can go to their Instagram, um, and you can see they've traveled all over Arizona. They've traveled California, um, Idaho, Utah, they've expanded and they've got their kids to the point where this is, uh, something that they're ready for. One of the things I going into, um, I've been following you guys on Instagram and, uh, watching your story (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) I, I, I'd like you to tell us what happened. So just to kind of bring it all together too. So they, they left about a month ago. Is that right? Yeah. End yeah. of April, end of, uh, end of March. End of yeah, March. End of yeah. March. So they, that's when they took off and they started their journey to get to their end destination, Thailand. And they really are making this trip an adventure because they went to multiple places rather than just flying straight in. Uh, where was the first place you went and what happened, Carrie? Oh, my word. (laughs) So technically, the first place we went was Seattle, from Phoenix to Seattle. And the flight was fine. It was the first time any of our kids have flown. And we were like, they did so good. They're going to be great. We've got this. Seven hours. This is going to be fine. It's an overnight flight. So we were not sweating it at all. So we get on the plane. And our youngest will not fall asleep. He won't. Like, we get a couple hours into the flight, and he's just crying. Not like tears crying just like a whinings he's not comfortable something's hurting so i keep trying to pop his ears he won't put his earphones on like his headphones to watch a movie no nothing he just is not having any of it so i'm like he's got an ear infection he has to have an ear infection as soon as we land in iceland we've got to find a clinic and get him some medicine because our flight was to paris after that was only seven days away and the antibiotics take 10 days oh so I'm in this mom panic of, okay, we can't check in. So we got to get our car. We got to go find a clinic. Chris takes him into a clinic. And <laughs> while Carrie and the girls slept in the car the because we didn't sleep all night in the car in a country you've never been to. <laughs> so I stayed in the car. Chris took Boston into the clinic and they come out an hour later and I'm totally asleep. And he wakes me up and he's like, well, she said he's got an ear infection and she's worried that it might be 
kind of severe, like more than just a normal ear infection. So her friend, the ENT that works at this hospital, we need to go there and see her because she's so there right now. Basically because of the language. There's, I mean, most Icelanders speak really Pretty good, good English. English. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, but there's a little bit of a language barrier. So they, you know, when they're talking about these serious things, right. it came across as like nothing at all. When she told me, she's like, you just need to go over to the hospital and have them checked out by the ENT oh, doctor. Yeah, I was like, a okay, bit of it was kind of weird that we had to go to a hospital and have them checked out. But, <laughs> so we get anyway. to the hospital and it's kind of a mess trying to find this doctor because it's almost Easter weekend and everything closes down there for Easter. They're very mm, right. religious there. And so Easter is a five day holiday in Iceland. Yes. So it's wow. Thursday, Tuesday, everything shuts down. Yeah. There are now like just barely some restaurants that are staying open over the weekend because there are so many tourists, but it's crazy. So they were getting ready to close down. We couldn't find the doctor. We kept walking around. Finally, we find her. She's like, oh, yeah, come on in here. We'll take a look at his ear. At this point, he was just, you could physically see his ear like out and down. And I was like, this is not normal. Like Something is going on. And turns out he had mastoiditis, which is the ear infection inside the ear can't drain enough that it pushes the fluid into the bone oh. behind the ear. Blech. And that is, turns out, a very serious, life-threatening <laughs> thing if not treated right away because that bone is so close to your brain. Yeah. So she's wow. sitting there telling us, we need to get him in for surgery. We'll just schedule it. And Chris and I are looking at each other like... We Googled it. Holy crap. Oh, it made got, the, made the mistake of Googling. Oh, no. We got to go home. And she's like, no, no, no. You cannot fly with this. It will make it worse. Oh, no. And so three hours later, he was admitted to the hospital for surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. And now he, was, he was in the <laughs> hospital point, for... We weren't even out of the country. I think maybe we were out of the country for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and he was in the hospital I mean, for three or four days. Is that correct? Or... What's that? that? He was in the hospital after the surgery for a couple of days, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yes. He went into surgery that night, and that hospital closed at 10 o'clock for Easter. And so they transferred him to the children's hospital that was staying open. And he stayed there I for close. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I didn't know hospitals closed ever. <laughs> right? But let alone, like, oh, at 10 o'clock, you got to go. The ambulance is going to come pick you up at 9.55 because we close. We're like, Oh, okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine being in like a waiting room and then hearing like it's closing yeah. time. Like come across like the loudspeaker. Tell everybody to go outside. <laughs> so, so yeah, they put him on over there. They have they call it medical leave, where he's technically still admitted to the hospital, but he could leave the hospital because it wasn't something that he like had to be there and hooked up all the uh, time. That sounds nice. But he had an IV in his arm for five six days yeah we were like cruising around iceland going to waterfalls and stuff and he had an iv in his arm okay i was gonna say he's sitting in the hospital room or you guys took him with you (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry buddy (laughs) we'll teach you to get whatever master whatever what was it called again matt Matt, mastoiditis. Mastoiditis. Yeah, it's just, I can hard bone right behind your yeah. ear. It's like a yeah. porous bone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is oh, insane. Did you guys ever get him back on a plane? <laughs> well, they had to. Yeah. Did, yes. Yeah, no problem. Did. They didn't, oh, they nice. they didn't drive to Bali. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they could have taken a boat. I yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the coolest thing about that, though, is right when we were in the hospital meeting with the ENT doctor, we're sitting there waiting, and there was this lady and her mom that was sitting out in the hallway just hanging out. She was waiting for a treatment. And our oldest daughter, Riley, she she's a pretty anxious girl. 
and she's had she had Bell's palsy before we left. Anyway, whole separate story. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that one. <laughs> um, but anyway, this lady, she's like, "Hey, she can come sit with us if she wants to." She's Riley heard surgery and she started freaking, freaking out, like out. hyperventilating. She couldn't <laughs> breathe. She was crying, and we're sure. like, "You can't do that because Boston doesn't even understand what's going on. Yeah. And if he knows that you're freaking out, he's gonna start yeah, freaking out. Like sure. he's fine because he doesn't know." But so this lady pokes her head in the door. <laughs> And she's she's from Atlanta. Her mom is from Iceland, and they were in Iceland just to have this medical treatment that her mom needed. And she's like, he, she can come sit with me. So her and our middle daughter, they went and hung out with this lady for like an hour while we're in the room with the doctors hanging out with boss. <laughs> and uh, anyway, long story short, it turns out that her mom owned a guest house that was literally across the street from the mm-hmm. children's hospital there in Reykjavik. And there's oh, wow. un- an unoccupied guest house, a really nice place. They're in, they're in the process of selling it, but she's just like, we were having a hard time booking because we had an Airbnb off in the mountains. It was a cabin that we were really excited to go stay at. That we couldn't go to. But because Boston <laughs> had to be admitted to the hospital, now we couldn't go to our Airbnb. We couldn't find a place that short a notice because there's so many people traveling there over Easter. We couldn't find a new hotel or a hostel or anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we just randomly meet these people in the hospital who own <laughs> an, a, a guest house right across the street. And they're like, you guys can stay there if you want to. No wow. charge. We'd oh, love wow. to have you. That's awesome. It just, it was the most amazing thing. We met these people. We ended up becoming good friends with them. We still are in touch with them now, but that's, it was just, that's so awesome. It, it, you know, completely altered the experience. Oh yeah, but well, created for the world. That that's one of the things about travel in general, and mm-hmm. and that I've experienced. And I I, I went on a trip uh, down to Arizona for a bowl game, Boise State was playing in, um, down at uh, University of Phoenix Stadium, and it was in the middle of winter, and it's you know, sixteen hour drive or something like that from Boise to Phoenix. And uh, my roommate was, you know, wanted to go, and we were going to camp along the way and different stuff. And but he was getting really freaked out because all the weather and all these different things. And he was a very anxious kid. But one of the things that uh, everything went really well there, uh, there was 18 inches of snow that happened in Flagstaff that we got stuck in. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure our car got up on two wheels at one point because no. we went from zero snow to all sudden snow and uh, we hit that and yeah it was crazy but it was one of those things like we were talking about and he's like i don't know why i was freaking out so much and i said you know the one thing that i've like every time i've gone traveling somewhere the one thing that i have definitely paid attention to is something always goes awry (laughs) it's like it's bound to happen but your faith in humanity and life just grows because mm-hmm. no matter how bad it gets, something always just comes and goes, Oh, how did that happen? What are the odds? I mean, what are the odds yeah. that you find some place to stay, you know, in the situation you're in, yeah, um, exactly. just the whole, like the whole thing. And it's, it's happened. It happened every time I've, I've gone traveling. There was a time I had two flat tires and I was, you know, 75 miles from the nearest town on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere. And, hadn't seen a car. I've seen one car the whole day driving mm. and, and within 20 minutes come across somebody, you know, and right. I, I, it was like, Whoa, this is, and they were able to help us out and all these different things. And so I think it's just, it's just one of those things that uh, yeah. as much as you're scared to travel, because you have to know, yeah, everything's not going to go perfect. <laughs> um, but 
it will never work go out. perfect no. and yeah. it will never go according to your plan exactly <laughs> but guess what it'll work out um when it'll i was uh, when i was in germany um a friend and i had just gotten out of our hotel we just signed out we and we had to make it to the train station for an overnight um to uh paris so it was going to be a long train ride and we couldn't miss this train because if we missed this train, we didn't know how we were going to get another ticket for another train overnight. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> no way. So and we get out in front of the hotel and the whole time we were there, the street in front of the hotel was the busiest street I've ever seen in my life. There was always <laughs> traffic. It was always like a parking lot out there, barely yeah. moving. Of course, we sign out. We get out of our hotel, and there's nothing. And we need a taxi. <laughs> we need a ta- we need oh, to get to the oh. train station. It's like you know, twenty minutes into town. So we are out there waiting for thirty five minutes for a taxi. We've run to all other streets to look for taxis. No, nobody is driving around. <laughs> we finally see one, and it is now like we have twenty minutes to get there, and it's going to take us twenty minutes to get there. And the guy uh, gets out of the taxi. He's helping us put stuff in the trunk. And we realize he doesn't speak a lick of English. Oh, yeah. Not not a word of it. And our German <laughs> isn't good enough to say, like, urgently, we need to get to the train station. So we just pull out the train ticket and we show him the train ticket. And he looked at the time. He looked at the train ticket. And he was like, okay. And he, we, like, we just all get into the taxi. And he's he is driving like a madman. It was like straight out of like a New York City taxi kind of like movie. We're, we're, he's swerving in and out of traffic. He's like, you know, barely running lights and stuff like that. And we get there. The whole time we we're going over there, though, I was t- talking to my friend. Like, if he does, if he's not taking us to the train station, I mean, we're totally, totally out of luck here. <laughs> yeah. If he's taking us to some other spot that he thinks people take tickets, uh, <laughs> we're totally out of luck. Um, uh, but he got us there, and then uh, we we were trying to pay him and. He realized that our bills were too big and he didn't have enough change. So he just like was like, it's free. It's free. And then he like just <laughs> got us out of the taxi and he was like, go, 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 go. You know, get to your yeah. train. And it was like the nicest experience I had. Oh, yeah. And it was with somebody yeah. who I couldn't communicate with at all. But yeah. I hope yeah. he knew that I was being extremely sincere when I was like walking away. I was like, thank you so much. Oh, totally. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, uh, so, so you guys have been to Iceland. All right, so that was a really, really fun interview with Chris and Carrie. I enjoyed Uh, talking to them. We do have confirmation they are in Thailand. They're not quite settled yet, but they are in Thailand. Nice. We're going to have to get Uh, them back. Heading up and down. So uh, we'll have to get them back here in a couple couple episodes. For sure. Find out how the rest of their trip's going. Yeah. So our next clip, though, um, and hopefully you're, you know, listening to this while you're uh, chugging back a drink and eating some barbecue sure. beef or some you know however you veggies. celebrate that holiday could be, it could be some good veggies right thanks for um, including me no you're problem. so inclusive Ren. no i know i try so, <laughs> but uh, yeah so our next clip here is from episode six yeah and laurel with laurel perkins uh venture photographer and she talks about uh how she got started in photography and adventure photography so enjoy this clip I guess first question I have is is how uh, I guess when and how did you start getting into adventure photography or photography in general? Yeah, photography in general started when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. I was going on a field trip um, to California, and my mom bought me one of those. Do you remember those little plastic Kodak? Yeah, like one shot rectangle little camera. Oh, like the <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, like yeah. you yeah. had a little thing and it had the weird little <laughs> film cartridge. Yeah, yeah. 
I, that's when it all started, trying to catch Shamu on my little pink Kodak. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and it basically just progressed from there. And then I got a Nikon, and then I took photography in high school, and then I kind of fell away from it. And then I started up again with some uh, Canon point-and-shoots when the Elves came out, and they started having pretty good quality. And then when everything went digital, then, you know, it was like, I don't know. At first, it kind of took some of the fun out of it. Because, you know, you could see everything right away, and it was like, yeah, that was a crap shot. There's no way of, like, tricking yourself. <laughs> yeah, where when you can't see what you just took, then it's like, ooh, can't wait to get my pictures developed, you right? know? <laughs> well, does, it, does it ever trip but, you out knowing that your kids don't know what a 35-millimeter camera is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, well, I mean, they've seen, like, the my, my old film cartridges, and they're oh, okay. like, what is this? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like a, okay, uh, well, like maybe one knows what it is. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay, two maybe. They're giving me great. Oh, do you have a, a panel of yeah, judges? She got an audience at home. Oh man, yeah, she, that's why she's so nervous. <laughs> yeah, they make me nervous. They're, know, they're right? awful critics. <laughs> no, that's well. So I guess followed up. Uh, how often do you travel for your photography? I know, I know, you travel quite a bit. Um, I get out as much as possible. I mean. If I, like, I'm, I might be going to California tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it's, we're trying to figure it out. And I think that we'll, I think we'll get out of here. Yeah. Early tomorrow. So probably about every three weeks wow, I'm like wow. out of here. Cause about that's, that's my max where I start going itchy and I just need to, that, to go. If, if I can't go out, then I stay. And it's horrible. Cause like, there's a lot of really very awesome things in Arizona I just don't see them anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately, because, you know, <laughs> I grew up here and it's like, yeah, it's more desert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'm always looking for green and I'm always looking for light and we have so much light. It's not that much fun to chase. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I like to get out and I like to be. Yeah. I was, know, I was uh, admiring green. your winter shots. So I'm guessing that's from a place of, well, who knows the next time I'll see snow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are from Wyoming. Some from Idaho. Nice. Some are from the mountains here in Arizona. They're about three hours away. Yeah, oh, you went. Okay. You went to Yellowstone this Christmas. Is that right? We did. Yeah. Okay. So we saw those ones. How was uh, that? Does it live up to the hype? I love it. That's my third, fourth time being up there at Christmas or in in snow around in the winter. So yeah, I love it. Old Faithful looked to be a lot bigger than uh, when you were there in the summertime. Just from your shot that you it did there. It does look bigger, doesn't it? Yeah, I always it must be because looks... of the heat and how yeah, cold it is. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, and all the steam, like there's mm-hmm. just more. Everything right. seems to be more. Because it's coming yeah. out of the ground at the same temperature, I'm guessing. Yeah. But the air is so much colder that it, it exactly. just explodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not usually, I mean, there can be windy days, but every time I've been there, it's not been particularly windy where in the summer it seems to be more windy and so it kind of blows away before you really see it have you so when you were there was it like uh below freezing like i guess how cold was it um the more let's see christmas morning it was oh my gosh i I think it was like negative seven okay when we went out yeah it was it was frigid. Because I imagine it would be like uh, the big thing to do. Like, there's a ton of YouTube videos out there of boiling water, and then when you're like at zero degree temperatures, you go out and you throw it off your porch, and it just 
Oh, right. Into, like, it, powder. Yeah. Right, it never hits and, the ground. Yeah, so it's probably that's probably exactly what happens with Old Faithful right. in the wintertime when it's down that, that right. degree. All steam. Boils up and shoots out and then... <laughs> yeah, makes it really a nice huge cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty awesome to, to watch that. All right, so that was always a fun one for me. Yeah. Uh, you know? She's got a good head on her shoulders. We're related, so, yeah. <laughs> right. But, uh, the, uh, yeah, they're... They're really fun, and her family does a lot of fun stuff together. Yeah, she takes some great photos. Yes, yeah. We're going to get some more of those in here. Laurel Adventures, and it's Laurel, not Yanni. Yeah, Laurel. So remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so our next clip here is uh, episode seven. Eight? No, eight. eight. Yeah. Episode eight with um, Kathy. Kathy Gardner, uh, owner of Ray's Tavern in Green River, Utah. Yeah, she, uh, she has a little story about... You know, really what makes small business, hole-in-the-wall kind of places really special. Yeah, exactly. I like it a lot. And uh, if you are spending your Memorial Day weekend down in southern Utah, make sure you stop in a raised tavern yeah. uh, and see if you see the Gone Trippin' t-shirt on the wall. Oh, Take a yeah. picture and send it on over. But here's a clip from Kathy Gardner. Yeah. Welcome, Cameron. Welcome, Ren. All right. Oh, I like I, yes. mean, I like being welcomed. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, Episode yeah. Octo. Yes. So Crazy. eight is my lucky number. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, it's my favorite number. Oh. I don't know if it's because, you know, I was the eighth kid in my family. Oh, that's a good... Um, okay, sure. Or if I just got that number one time in, in baseball I a, and I hit a home run or something. I have a friend a triplet. <laughs> Um, okay. And he just told me he started listening to the podcast. That's Ooh, Ryan. Nice. Um, he's a I triplet. And so he's a, everything he does is three. Three. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I could definitely see the eight, eight kids kind of thing. Uh, oh yeah. Eight wonders of the but world. It's funny how your favorite number comes about. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, our daughter is seven. <laughs> and so seven's her favorite number right now. That makes sense. But it's a big number for but, her right but now. Yeah. But last year it was six. So uh. yeah. So uh, I'm sure that's going to turn to eight. Sure. Uh, this summer. So, yeah. <laughs> the year it stops is when you're really an adult. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm really excited about episode eight. Um, hey, but, uh, you better not be getting whoa, ahead of yourself. Ahead. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, I'm sorry. just saying, I'm excited about episode eight in general. Okay. Like, okay. yeah, I, 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 it's eight. Yeah. And it's my favorite number. Yeah. It's a great, so, it's going to be a great episode. Um, but we also have great guests. Yeah. We also have, um, a really good drink. Yeah, we so, do. And now that's what you're afraid of. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to skip. I thought yeah. you were going to skip the drink of the day because if we drink stop, of the day, stop now. I mean, I that'd know, be silly. Right? So, what is the drink of the day? Ooh, that is genuine Hank's Gourmet Philadelphia Recipe Root Beer. That's just up the street from here. So, yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. Couple hours, yeah, but, a couple uh, hours. I mean, just up, street, just up the street, definitely so, a yeah. uh, an easy road trip. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Hank's Gourmet Root Beer, Philadelphia recipe. Uh, it uh, is very low in sodium, caffeine free. Um, product of the USA, and uh, does have a California cash refund. Oh, also uh, <laughs> refund in Connecticut, Iowa. Are you just reading the back? Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, this was actually introduced to me by a friend of mine. Ooh, did you see that? Oh, you got the like the it's foam. Got, yeah, it's fog. got a little, like draft coming off of yeah. there. That's awesome. So we'll go ahead and cheers. Ah, cheers. Yes. So this is uh, Hank's Gourmet Root Beer. Mm. That's solid root beer. Yeah, it doesn't have that like bitterness that I'm, I usually associate it's, with root beer. It's pretty smooth. Um, yeah. It uh, was introduced to me by a friend. Uh, came over to watch football games and mm. I said uh you bring sodas I'll bring the hors d'oeuvres and uh 
Yeah, he brought root beer. So, um, and I was going to make fun of the whole gourmet thing, but I do it's, taste it's, gourmet. It's not. It's not. Yeah. I mean, don't it's get me a wrong. Bit I do love A and W root beer, but this is no A and W root beer. No, it's not. This is not. Uh, what, what, this is not your mother's root beer. Yeah, yeah. it's not dad's root beer. Have yeah. you ever had dad's root beer? Oh, I have actually. <laughs> now that you mention it, I have yeah. had dad's root beer. Yeah, exactly. So that's so. Funny. It's not my dad's root beer, which yeah. is the best root beer. Like my dad actually makes homemade root beer. Your dad does root beer too. Oh, wait. He, so he's a great man and a root beer man. Yeah. So he's a chemist, and oh. uh, so he likes to mix things sure, together. Sure. Sure. So yeah. Yeah, we grew up. Uh, homemade root beer was a constant, especially during the summer. We liked to party, and our party drink was root beer. Nice. Uh, not beer, root beer. So, right. well, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, speaking of, yes. I mean, our well, our guest for today. Yeah, let's get into our guest today. So this actually fits too. It, yeah, uh, it looks we picked like, it out perfectly. It looks like a, a <laughs> beverage, an adult beverage. Um, but uh, uh, we, um, you kind of teased it last episode, not even knowing that. Yeah, not it's even a real knowing thing. it. Yeah. Yes. So so today we have uh, Kathy Gardner, not to yes. be uh, confused with my co-host Ren Gardner. Here. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kathy Gardner <laughs> of Ray's Tavern. Yes, Ray's Tavern out of Green River, Utah. Yeah. Um, I, I have mentioned multiple times on the show that uh, Goblin Valley, Utah, is like one of my favorite places to right. go to. Um, and when I first was introduced to the place. Uh, we went to Green River because uh, that was the closest place. And my buddy who introduced me to God and Lil, I said, we, oh, I got to go to Ray's Tavern. And I said, what's that? And he's like, it's a hole in the wall. And that's right. all I needed to hear. And and now, so, <laughs> now anytime we talk about Utah or even just that general area, Ray's, uh, Tavern. Ray's Tavern comes up. Yes. And I think last episode or maybe the episode before I said, uh, we're just going to have to have them on at this it, point because it, we talk about we them talk so about frequently. So much. Exactly. And so I reached out and got a hold of Kathy. Yeah. Kathy, you there? Yes, I am. How are you guys this morning? Doing excellent. Good, Doing good. excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Definitely. Uh, I know it's a two hour difference from where we are and you are. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're talking to a celebrity. How often I hear about this place? <laughs> you know what? It's been around since 1943. So 1943. we're very lucky to have wow. so many loyal followers. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was going to say. So, Kathy, it's been around since 1943, and I know that uh, you. Uh, have not is that correct have been, not been around since 1943 you are correct <laughs> okay good to make sure <laughs> but, uh, yeah so so i am the third owner okay third oh owner. okay that's what i was gonna ask next that's yeah so when did you take over ray's tavern we brought ray's in 1995 1995 so i have not been to ray's tavern without Kathy being the owner. Oh. So when I talk good, good things about it, it's yeah. talking good things it's about Kathy. Kathy's raise. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So I, I was going to say, Kathy, so one of the things um, about your, your place um, that, uh, and it's been a few years since I've been out there, um, but I remember uh, the, the first thing that caught my eye was just the, easygoing feel uh there's rafting pictures all over the wall um the outdoor adventures of that that central area of of utah um the 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 one big thing i noticed was there's you have a lot of different uh, beers on tap for those who like to drink beer um tell us some more about your restaurant micro brews all all brewed in the state of utah on tap Awesome. That's nice. awesome. And so when you're going there, you're, you're not only just visiting a place in Utah, you're getting a piece of Utah, um, exactly. and which is really cool. Um, 
one of the things on your website that you talk about, uh, and this is just exactly, I mean, I read that and I was like, that's exactly how I felt. And that's how I feel when I do go out hiking or doing stuff in the outdoors all day in the sun is you come back and get a good meal, get, get something good to eat. Um, and that's kind of what raise is all about. It's the place, it's the place you end up when you're done, right? <laughs> no, it is. You come in here and you're hungry and we hook you up. And then lots of times you meet friends that you met out just on the trail or on the river and uh, just have a good time. Exactly. And that's, nice. and that's exactly the feel that is there. Um, Cameron, actually, so we were talking the other day mm-hmm. um, about, so just so you know, uh, Cameron is a vegetarian. Yep. Um, and I'm a meat eater. <laughs> and, and so uh, we we joke around with each other back and forth quite a bit about Absolutely. our food choices. But that's one of the things that as a traveler for him, it's always one of the things that's on his mind is, you know, what vegetarian options are there? Mm-hmm. And um, the the one thing that we were talking about that we we're talking about actually a chain restaurant that he was going to go ahead and Cameron and, and tell this uh, story leading into the package stuff. Oh, oh, right. So, uh, it, it was at one point, uh, my, I think it was my, you don't have to say the chain either. You can just, oh. yeah, it, it's oh, just a national be, chain. Yeah. <laughs> it might be hard to avoid the name, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, my, I think it was my grandmother's birthday. She really wanted to go to, uh, a restaurant, a, a chain restaurant, but she considers this place one of the fancier places. Yeah. Um, and this place is very specific to seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I called them up and I said, Hey, you know, my grandmother wants to go there. I'm a vegetarian. If I go, is there going to be any options for me? And, uh, this place was the only place I've ever called that said, no, we don't have any options. And what happened when you asked, what about a salad? Yeah. I said, what about salad? Right. Of course. Cause I mean, <laughs> at least almost every place has at least salad or, or fries or something. So I asked, uh, what about salad and uh she said uh no no all that stuff is already tossed with shrimp so basically oh she was admitting to me that they never made any of the salads fresh at any point <laughs> it was all just coming into a bag yeah. i imagine and, and that's one thing about rays is right. uh everything's no. fresh right it is we come in every morning and cut our fries fresh we chop our salad we don't use anything that is not fresh and prepared by us which is a big draw for a lot of people. Absolutely. Well, you can taste yeah. the difference. You really can. You and, can for sure. Yeah. And I, and so, so if you called us and we didn't have a vegetarian option for you, we would say, what can we do for you? And, and I, we do that a lot for people. Right. I, I think that's the, the advantage for a small business like yourself. You can, you can kind of take things as you go and you can, you can pivot as you need to. And, uh, you know, your, your tavern says, uh, that, uh, right on the front, uh, it says it's a place for everybody. And, right. and I think that you can say that when you don't prepackage all of your meals. Oh you yeah. Know, you well, can, what, you can say, well, you know, we got a kitchen back here, not <laughs> just six microwaves. Well, when you don't right. have everything prepackaged, then you're able to, right. You can actually customize much like a stuff. startup business. Right. You're able to uh, adapt and change and, uh, for people's different tastes and different things. And I mean, I, I was, I was reading your menu and I'm extremely, uh, intrigued about the homemade apple pie. Yes. That of course is vegetarian <laughs> and I would be all over that. <laughs> it is delicious. I do make it myself and we are wow. famous for it. 
Yeah. I, I, so, uh, so is it your recipe or is it something that came oh, with the restaurant when you bought the restaurant? That's a great it's question. It's my recipe. It's Ooh. a family recipe. Wow. Nice. So do, is it, you want to share that with us? It, I share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Have to get in the vault. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. awesome. Well, I so I've been... Um, I have been to your uh, restaurant a few times, like I said. Um, every time I've gone to Goblin Valley, it's with a new group of people, and I say, we got to go to Green River uh, for Ray's Tavern for one of our meals. And I've, I've had your hamburgers, and I've had your steaks, and your french fries, and never have left there dissatisfied. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank so, you very much. No problem. So if you don't mind, maybe share some of the other items that are, you got burgers, you got steaks. What are some other, uh, of course, the apple pie. apple pie. What are some other options that you have available at the restaurant? Well, we have salads. We have the vegetable burger. Oh, they have <laughs> oh, a veggie too. burger. That is a we huge have deal. pork chops. And we have a seafood selection. Okay. Yeah. And then we just cater to people whatever they want. The other day we had a baby in here that absolutely had to have macaroni and cheese. And the waitress <laughs> ran across the street, got some macaroni and cheese, and he did it up for the baby. And the baby was happy. The parents were happy. That's we awesome. were happy. <laughs> uh, and that's that seriously is the epitome of why I love small businesses right. uh, here in America. And that's it's it's one of those things where um, every time I go and I travel, I, I you, there's times that you have to stop at McDonald's because it's you know on the way and it's like okay five minutes with the kids right that type of thing. But when I always make go out of my way to make sure uh, to hit up these small businesses, especially restaurants because I like food right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and um, frequent those places because the food is always fresh. The, they're always willing to go the extra mile. It's that right. good old home and things that are kind of forgotten. You know, technical technology is right. brought us to a whole new world. Um, but when I, I mean, back when I was a kid, even it was, it was how can I make my customer happy? Right. Uh, you, you get into these bigger businesses, and it's how many butts can I get through the door right. and get out of here? Exactly. <laughs> it is. And we, you know, if you go to a chain restaurant, the, the servers can't do anything that they can't punch into that computer. Exactly. Yep. Mm, and here you come in and you tell somebody, hey, this is what I need, and we can make it happen. Oh, yeah. Right. And that, that Mac and, uh, macaroni and cheese story i mean that and that's something like that is not going to like really come across the way it should when you read it like through an online review i mean right. I, would, I would read that and i'd be like wait what like, I didn't, <laughs> what you know but but hearing it i mean of course that's an amazing story and i oh, think yeah. uh, of course ray's tavern has a, an amazing all right. That's always a, I always like hearing from Kathy, even if it's just a recording of her voice. Yeah. She's no, a, it's just a nice lady. Yeah. She, we called her cause we got that t-shirt delivered to her Yeah, and, uh, she's awesome. Nice as I, could be. Yeah. I can't wait to get back out there and visit. And, yeah. It's, and talk a, with her. it's a testament to, uh, you know, getting out there and trying local places in your area. There might be a total uh, gem that you, uh, keep missing on your day exactly. every day to work. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, stop in and get in there, you know? Yeah. This, well, this next clip is Brian Bittner of yeah. Experience Life Outdoors, eloutdoors.com. Yeah. and Really cool guy. Yeah. He's talking about uh, some of the events they do mm-hmm. here in Southern Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, and how they have people coming from sure. the regional area. 
and how activities. Uh, how outdoor activities aren't for everybody. Exactly. But there's something for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> so you listen in to him and uh, enjoy. Yeah. Do you do you have any of those like uh you you introduce hiking to a new family and and they discover they don't like hiking? Uh, we we have a few <laughs> we have a few people who few deserters who say thank you for the hike you know but I I, I know that this isn't for me yeah um, and, and that's fine yeah that, that's part of what it is you know right. everyone has their own likes and exactly. dislikes you know whether it's maybe it's the bugs sometimes or yeah. sometimes it is just hot and yeah. it's hot and there's no breeze blowing it's okay to be the person that sits around the fire it and, is and does you know yeah, the somebody anyway. needs to do that you yeah know, somebody somebody's got to stoke yeah, the fire exactly. and keep it going exactly it's okay to be person. Yeah. and, uh, and okay. you have uh so fishing hiking and i, I think uh shooting right yeah so we have a turkey shoot uh, we'll have two turkey shoots coming up in June, and again, we're that that age is yeah. I think we're, we're limited right around ten years old okay. uh, for that. Uh, but yeah, we have we provide some of the weapons if people don't have guns. Again, we're, we're trying to make this as cost effective yeah. you know, for people as possible, sure. exactly. especially if they haven't tried it before. Last thing not I want to do regularly, yeah. it gets expensive. Yeah. Last thing I want to have to do is go out and spend four hundred dollars on a shotgun, and and, and they don't, might not even like it. Yeah. Uh, so we have some weapons that, that people can use there, and we have some you know, tra- uh, safety instructors. Mm-hmm. You know, goes through everything. But but um, but yeah. So come, when people come out for that, uh, and that's, that's that's always a good time. Yeah. It, that is that is completely pure luck. Yeah. Um, if anyone's shot a shotgun before, it's, <laughs> it's filled full of BBs. Uh, yeah. So we just stand back, and everyone has their own target, and they just point and shoot <laughs> at the target, and then whoever BB gets closest to the the bullseye on that target wins that round. Right. And usually we're handing out food. Like last year, we had like we were giving out you know packs of uh, uh, baby back ribs, oh, you know, nice. shrimp, hot dogs, bacon, you know, just stuff like. That That's for the very winners. Cool. Um, very cool. Yeah, so we have we have two of those shoots coming up in June. Uh, and then in whereabouts do you do those at? So that is actually at a uh, uh, farm boy lawn carriage okay. as well. Yeah, okay, it's cool. out, out in their field. So they, it sounds like a little bit of a partnership. Y- yeah, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, Very symbiotic cool. yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yes, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yep. you could Very say cool. that. Yeah. Uh, so and then um, then we take July off. That's our because I said that's my uh, it's my or our anniversary. So my wife yeah. asked if I could just keep that month uh, just for it's the nation's <laughs> anniversary too. So it's a good month. <laughs> to take yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, back or we start back up in August towards the end of august we have an outdoor 3d archery shoot very cool uh, so and that's uh, actually out on some property off of five forks road so it's, it's still real local here okay we got about 13 acres of uh of woods that people someone has donated you know just let us use yeah uh, for that event so we have two shoots on two saturdays wow uh, and then we'll end up the year with our weekend uh, family camping trip out of road uh, roads grove a campground okay uh, just right out here in Greencastle. so wow. that, that's always a good time yeah too and again it, it gets some people because uh, out at roads grove a yeah. lot of people don't know what all they do but it's a camp and a conference center um but they have cabins you know you can rent for the weekend because uh, like my mom she uh outdoors she, she's not interested it, right. i mean she comes to our event she's actually our, our food prep she's yeah. a cook for all of our food <laughs> sure exactly um, that's what we're just talking about somebody's yeah. got to make somebody's, somebody's got to do it yeah. yeah but as far as you know going on the hike and and you know doing you know i'll stay back i'll clean i'll cook and stuff um but she would stay in a cabin or, okay. or in a hotel they have a hotel there oh, they'd stay, cool. she'd stay be the one stay in the hotel yeah um, but then we also have you know sites for rvs people bring campers tents you wow. know, so, um, so yeah, awesome. so there's a lot of different options or varieties that, w- that people have to come. Very and, then, cool. and then we have a schedule that we, it's kind of loose because again, we wanted to be, hey, relax, 
enjoy the weekend. But we have a duck derby uh, for the kids. Uh, and then last year we had a, it was warm enough, so we had a slip and slide uh, for oh, the kids nice. to do that. And then a cool. candy scramble and, and, uh, and some, some what's fun a, things. What's yeah. a candy scramble? Oh, that's, uh, yeah. You've never been to a candy scramble before? No. Oh, that's man. a new term for me uh, as well. Really? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Well, yeah. you said you're from the, Yeah, I'm from the West. Yeah. And you're from well, New York, right? Yeah. Man, originally. candy scramble. Virginia. So really all, it's, it's actually, it's actually pretty cool to watch the kids do it. But um, you just get a big old bag of candy and you have the kids line up. And you just start throwing candy in the air. So it's almost like a pinata, except kind of. Except without, there's no pinata. Yeah. yeah, you're the, yeah, you're the pinata, pinata just throwing stuff, and <laughs> they just run around, pick candy up, and that's awesome. So that's yeah, awesome. yep, that, yeah. That's call, right. We call <laughs> that a, we call that here in Waynesboro. That's what I thought it would be. Yeah, no, it sounds about like yeah, that's, yeah. That's yep. a lot of fun. It'd almost be like fe- uh, feeding koi. It can be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere, yeah. Yep. That's what I have imagined. Be careful. Once the kids yeah. realize you are the source of the yeah, candy. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. That's turn. totally what would happen yeah. to my kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yep. He's got it all. Yeah. So, so to get involved with this, people in you know Northern Maryland, mm-hmm. uh, Southern Pennsylvania, and those who just want to come from wherever, yeah. if, you know, yeah. connect the woods, uh, E. Eloutdoors.com. Right? Yeah, yep. Eloutdoors.com. Experience life outdoors. Yep. Experience life outdoors. Yep. Yeah, and we we've actually had uh, this year at our at the fishing rodeo, we had someone coming from Lancaster. Oh, really? Uh, so it was you know, almost yeah. two hour two hours away. That's awesome. To come to the fishing rodeo, and we've had people for the archery shoot, you know, down in West Virginia coming up for it, and that's very it, cool. It, it's pretty cool, you know, how technology with Facebook gets it out there, and 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 yeah, to get, yeah. get the name yeah. out there. Well, so that's where so that's that's awesome. All right, that was Brian Bittner. Very cool. Yeah. I uh, I like talking to him. He was very down to earth about about what he's doing, and I like what he's what he's trying to do. Yeah, my, my, when my wife I told her we were neighbors, she was really excited about it. Oh yeah, yeah she's like you might actually find some friends. Right. So yeah. you you should I, definitely take your kids uh, to his camp yeah, at some point. Exactly. So they'd have a good time. No, for sure. Well, next we have another awesome guest with uh, Chris. Yeah, Chris uh, Neal. Chris Neal and. Uh, he talks about uh, at the right. end of this clip. He talks about uh, some of his motorcycle riding right. uh, and uh, trips on the loneliest highway. Yeah, we Nevada. we had him on, not even realizing he was like such a motorcycle. Yeah, uh, guy. But uh, after we found that out, it was yeah, just questions about that. Exactly. So he had and, a lot of uh, cool stories. Yep, he did. And th- yeah, this one's really good about the different animals he almost hit. And uh, yeah, yeah, listen in. You'll you'll see what he has to say. Yeah, enjoy. <laughs> have you uh have you ever had any close calls on bikes i imagine you have. Uh, i've had a lot of close calls i mean as you were telling your story i mean that i was just kind of replaying in my head a couple of couple of good ones um a friend of mine I, i've done a number of trips between uh the seattle area and phoenix mm. on my motorcycle uh for work visiting those kind of things uh probably the one that is most vivid as far as close calls is uh he and i were were coming up it's the it's pretty much the uh, the east side of Nevada, and when you get up to a certain point, uh, you're you're coming close to I think it's uh, Eloy, right on uh, the loneliest highway, Highway 50, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's about dusk, similar similar to your situation. It's it's about dusk, and I'm I'm leading, he's following, and we're cruising along, and next thing you know, I come around a corner and 
here's this deer, right? This deer is stand, standing in the middle of the road, and there's there's always one of those. Yeah. But yeah. he's he, he's standing there in the middle of the road, and I'm freaking out, and I, I hit the brakes, and I go I, I go one way, and he hits the brakes, he goes the other way. The deer kind of trots off, and we and and, uh, and we get going down the highway, and and he comes up next to me, he's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I was like. Yeah, and I'm I'm screaming at the top of my lungs because it's it's one of those you know it's it's an exhilarating thing you know and I'm excited I'm not I'm not afraid or anything like yeah. that I'm excited and and he, it's it's not really registering for him that I'm 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 excited about that but uh, but yeah those that was one of the that was one of the close calls it was it was pretty crazy I mean it could have just been you know just. Yeah. that quick right right yeah and, and it's done. crazy how nonchalant they are like deer yeah it's like you're like are so probably, close to hitting them and they're like what are you doing really trot off it probably kind of just scooted off like, <laughs> yeah what they do they do look at you they're like what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. well and that's that's crazy because that's one thing about sturgis with all those bikes that are going around mm. um i know the year we were there there was like nine or ten people that were killed because they hit smash a deer you know out in the woods yeah. like oh right that. But um, the, I mean, what is is a deer probably the biggest animal you've come close to hitting, or have you been going no. through Yellowstone and almost hit a, a bison? <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I, there was there was a there was the bison moment going through Yellowstone. There was that. Um, I do remember, I do remember that one. Uh, it was probably it was mid nineties. Um, so my wife was in the car with our daughter, who she was like one. And so she was managing that whole situation with a one-year-old, right? So she was she was making bottles and and passing things in the back. So she's doing this as she's going down the road, and we're we're getting into Yellowstone. I'm on the motorcycle, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we're we're getting through Yellowstone, and you know, in the mid '90s, there really wasn't good communication. The only thing you really had was a CB radio. So I had kind of makeshifted a CB radio onto the onto the motorcycle. You know, oh, you, nice. you go to Radio Shack, you get you know a little headset, those kind of things. <laughs> Um, well, back in the day, and yeah. We're, <laughs> <laughs> and we're 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 into the park, and we get to this certain section, and all of a sudden traffic stops. Okay, now, in a car, it's one thing. I mean, you've all seen the videos of of crazy people that are out on safari, and they get out of the car, and they go to see the cheetahs, and they think it's all fun, all, all fun and cute, and their yeah. kid almost gets eaten. Yeah, right. Totally. Well, I'm sitting I'm sitting on my motorcycle in the middle of Yellowstone Park, and here's the here's these you know. <laughs> Oh, beefalo or bison you you take your pick and and they're they're looking at me thinking that i'm their next meal because i'm not protected by a steel cage you know all i have is my helmet and my gloves and i'm thinking if this goes south i'm going you know one one direction or the other um you know i'm, I'm not going to pay attention to the rules that we've created on on the highway anymore yeah <laughs> because it's going to be me or him and he's obviously going to win because yeah. he's you know 2,000 2,500 pounds of, right. of, of of meat that's coming <laughs> after me that's still he um, go 20 miles that's uh, yeah it was it was uh, it was kind of a dicey moment for yeah. sure yeah right <laughs> so then we have 11 is jack Cohen. jack okay almost there <laughs> all right so uh yeah my wife laughed pretty hard when uh he was talking about animals he'd hit and uh, you know the biggest animal right and uh man deer she, are so funny well she was just imagining you know something on a motorcycle running to a bison um yeah but uh yeah that would be a gruesome accident <laughs> and we laugh anyways because <laughs> yeah. it didn't happen it's funny because it didn't hopefully happen. it's never happened right right i oh, for everybody's <laughs> yeah. sake well for our next clip here uh jack cohen yeah um 
he is uh, again a uh... so I was talking about some of your Instagram uh, that you do with your family and, and all the different places you guys go to do things but how old how old are your kids if you don't mind telling us and how how do you get them involved in doing some of your guys outdoor activities yeah so my uh, youngest his name is elijah and he is a year and a half uh-huh. and then my oldest is my daughter and her name is maya and she is four years old and uh the way we kind of got him into climbing me and my wife uh, my wife I met her going to a yoga class, and I was the typical climber. So, we oh yeah, trying to increase we just, the flexibility there. I- exactly, yeah. So I just always joke around that we were just bound to uh, meet up. You can't meet two more granola people than a yoga <laughs> yoga instructor and a climber. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So That's awesome. we we met up, and then um, I think uh, through our own passion of the outdoors and and getting out and trying to uh, keep our active lifestyle going, we just figured, hey, we want our kids to be involved in this fun outdoor activity, and uh, it's kind of morphed into just great fun times outside, mainly watching the kids these days. <laughs> awesome. No, it's, well, it's, it's fun watching. One thing you always tag with is rat power and goat power. Oh. Yeah. So, so I, I'm assuming that's with the Chinese calendar. You know, that's funny that you bring that up. Everybody thinks it's the Chinese calendar, and uh, it's just really creative nicknames that me and my wife, we always called my daughter the rat. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And uh, I wish it had more significance than, uh, or, or like more correlation to the Chinese calendar, but we just figured, uh, you know, she's got these rat tactics, so we, uh, we just rat named her tactics. that, and I just always tagged her as rat power. And then my boy, he makes this no- noise when he was younger he made a noise like a goat like a <laughs> like a little nah and so we always just called him a the goat so <laughs> that's awesome well, that's uh, where those two, two things came from in like sports or video games goat is greatest of all times so yeah, yeah there exactly. you go you're starting him off starting him off at the top i like that. that that is funny so i'm not the first one to assume that it was chinese calendar you're not you're okay, not good i don't feel so bad then <laughs> I, I, I thought that was pretty impressive. I mean, that is. But I know, like the Chinese calendar. Yeah. I don't Although is food, man. Is goat <laughs> is goat on the Chinese calendar? I have no clue, but okay. I just assumed. I didn't. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I just know there's a calendar with animals. Sure, sure. I mean, dragon it's is pretty on much there. in every uh, table place. Man, I know horse, go. dog. Yeah. I don't uh, think goat though. No. Well, I don't think goat would have like the power to be in the Chinese calendar, but I don't know. Whoa. Goats have lots of power. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm I mean, just saying I two pygmy goats and those things, they would, they had, they had hops. Okay. Major power. See, there's but, already rabbit though. Uh, rabbit is in the, they jump better than a rabbit does. And really? Oh yeah. I agree. If, if it's not on the calendar, it should be because goats, I'd say they're pretty studly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Goat is the thirteenth yeah. animal on the. the we we had pygmy goats. We had you know big horn goats uh, that would jump on our trampolines. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, but goats. I pay money to see that. Goats have power, and uh, I mean, there there's even their eating habits are powerful. That's true. There, I was watching Shark Tank. Uh, I guess it was probably last season, or maybe it was the season before. My wife was watching it. I was watching with her, and a guy was doing. Uh, 
he had a lawn mowing business, but it was with, with goats. <laughs> I love that. And so he was like, like it was like Uber for lawn mowing. And so he would go and hook up goat farmers with people who wanted their lawn to be naturally mowed by right. goats. And so like the goat farmer would bring, bring it. Did you, have you seen this or heard about this? I haven't. No. Oh yeah. Well the guy got totally like ripped apart by the sharks Oh yeah. and just like, why would I deal with you when I can just deal with the farmer? <laughs> so, oh sure. Yeah. But uh, my problem would be like goats don't stop at the grass. So they would just be like eating flowers. And no, did he this, have is, a this is the thing. This is the thing about goats. Cause you think that goats will eat underwear and that kind of stuff. But right. when it comes to shrubbery, they actually don't eat the live stuff. It's, oh. And so um, our goats would get out all the time and that's what you would think, but they would only eat the dead stuff and the weeds and the stuff you didn't want them to, like they wouldn't eat the stuff you didn't want them to eat. Oh wow. But uh I need a go. It, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was just it was amazing. But the thing that amazed me the most was and you talking about power. But they would shoot my dad has uh big old uh, rose bushes with the giant thorns. Mm. And they would just chew through those like Oh sure. Well, I mean their tongues are sandpaper. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was amazing. Amazing just watch them just chomp down and like didn't even phase them. So, so you're saying that your son is goat-like? <laughs> you know, and I, I think if we put a tin can out, he might be able to gnaw through that thing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think what it basically comes down to is you call this son weak, and we're saying he's not. No, so, no. So, yeah. Just I'm saying compared to a dragon. Or a rabbit. Or a rabbit. A rat is definitely in the, the No, Chinese. rabbit. Oh, yes, yes. Because yeah, you said rabbit's on the Chinese calendar. Yeah, yeah. But to me, a goat's more powerful than a rabbit. I meant more like a, like political power, you know? Oh, okay. Like, rabbits have a better publicist than I, probably. goats do. I mean, the VW <laughs> rabbit was a pretty good car. So. Right, and there's like the Energizer Bunny. I mean, like mm. rabbits got like they got their place. Yeah. Whereas goats, goats are like the Taylor Swift song, right? Well, Taylor Swift song. <laughs> viral. Jack, you know what I'm talking about, or am I? <laughs> you about there's to embarrass a video, yourself? Like, yeah, there's a video like two years ago or so that when that came like went viral, and it was like a Taylor I Swift remember song, that one. and the goat would like yeah, and like come in and out of it. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I do. Remember I never that. got into it. Okay. I just remember it. I didn't remember that it was Taylor Swift. I remember the goat though. It goes to show you. It's always T Swift. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> no. I didn't realize we had a fan. In no, studio I, here. I'm not. <laughs> so all uh, you listeners, uh, no. make sure you hashtag uh, Ren uh, I like and your older, favorite. I like her older stuff. All right. <laughs> and your favorite T Swift song. All righty, that was Jack Cohen telling us some, you know, interesting information yeah. about about uh, his philosophies, his life. I'm not sure if I'm getting that clip totally right, but you I know are that episode totally incorrect. Yeah, that episode. Was, that, uh, that's what and I'm I don't. About. I'll tell you why because that segment was specifically about uh, goat power and, <laughs> and that's Chinese right. uh, zodiac. Right, and I was so wrong. And about, you were so wrong. Well, okay, <laughs> I did a lot of research, people. Uh, uh, apparently, at least ancient Chinese language, there was no difference between goat and sheep. Exactly. So I thought it was sheep was on the Chinese calendar, but apparently it works both ways. So would I was you at wrong. least admit that a goat is way more powerful than a sheep. Yeah, no, okay. I would totally admit okay, that. Okay, cool. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Awesome. Then we can still absolutely. be friends. Okay, cool. All right, cool. I'm glad. So last <laughs> off here with this final clip, oh. uh, Ben Drebergen, uh, Survivor Season 35 winner. I still can't believe million dollar winner. he was on our show. <laughs> I feel so lucky. Yeah, no, he, he's an awesome guy, uh, war veteran, um, and served our country yep. well. 
Um, and just an awesome guy. So proud of him and his family, everything they've been able to do, you know, growing up with him. And, uh, yeah, so here we are, Ben Drebergen. Enjoy. Well, here we are. Yeah. Episode 12. Episode, episode 12. Holy cow. I know. It's man, uh, we've really grown insane. up. I know, right? We're almost men. <laughs> well, I am a man. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. He just did that for his wife at home. That's <laughs> my kids. <laughs> I'm the man. No. Um, no. Well, we're here. Yeah. Um, super excited. This super is going to be a great episode. Yeah. This is by far uh, one of the, no offense to our previous um who have uh, all been amazing. On the show, right. yeah, have been amazing. But this is definitely um, the biggest. A new class. It's not every day you get to talk to a millionaire. Yeah, um, that's so true. There's a little hint for you. And uh, <laughs> a little to, teaser. Um, yeah. Well, let's before we get going too much. Yeah, true. Drink of the day. Drink of the drink day. of the day. All right. So drink of the day today <laughs> is pure coconut water. Uh, this is kind of uh, in homage to our guest today. Yes. But we went with pure coconut water with pineapple because we Little were too chicken to just do coconut Little bit of flavor. Water. So, yeah. So and I don't think we can really toast with our juice boxes here. But let's try it. But let's, we'll try. So you, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> These are boxes, so there, there's a sound effect for you. Oh, oh there's like floating stuff in it. The, That's really gross. Oh, did I get the one with pulp? Mm. <laughs> can you get from concentrate. Can, yeah, can you get <laughs> coconut without pulp? pulp we'll have to ask <laughs> our guest might be uh, oh, yeah. a coconut expert yeah, exactly. right <laughs> well I, oh. the packaging is nice oh mm. you know the, the i've had coconut water before oh gosh and the aftertaste is, is usually so really strong. bad but the pineapple kind of helps with that yeah so, a little bit yeah so <laughs> coconut water uh with pineapple by vita coco oh, i God. did warn you guys yes. about the coconut water <laughs> i did warn you that's why i bought one uh for each of us i figured you right. and ej and, could and for those of you at home who haven't listened to previous episodes that is our producer ej, EJ. yeah she's back yep, i'm back she's back. yep she's back so and she's extremely yeah. excited for this episode, too. Yes. I want to exactly. just get right into it. Exactly. So let's get into it. Um, our guest today is the winner of Survivor Season 35. And uh, he's also a good friend of mine. We grew up together uh, playing football and going to school together in junior high and high yeah. school. And ben, your name's Ren, uh, Rhyme, too, yeah, which is Ren, huge. Ren and Ben. But Ben Drebergen <laughs> is uh, on the show today out of his man cave in Boise, Idaho, next to his race hey. car. How's it going, Ben? Yeah. How's, how are you guys doing? Doing that excellent. Was Ren, that was a Ren bomb. Right? Yeah, it's a Ren bomb right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a Ren bomb. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of the show was the Ben bomb. Oh, yeah, man. The, the kids thought it was awesome. Especially the, when it was the third time when yeah. you used the idol. I mean, you could yeah. just... You, I don't know how much of a candid response you always get from these kind of shows, like because I know they do like a B reel and stuff like that. But yeah. you could just see on everybody's face how like how sick of it they finally were <laughs> with these idols. Yeah, yeah, they were not happy about that one. You were a monster. <laughs> they uh, they thought that they had me like hook, line, and sinker with Chrissy's fake idol that they showed me, and so uh, when I, when I when I dropped that third Ben bomb, those the faces they were they were not too <laughs> enthralled, enthralled with that, you know. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You were a monster with those things. I couldn't believe it. You were. You were. Well, and and we did. We have you. We're having you on, and we're gonna be talking a lot of Survivor. Yep. Um, a lot of other yeah. stuff, uh, personal stuff, and things like that. And one of the main reasons we had you on, that wanted to have you on the show today, was uh, Memorial Day weekend is here. 
Um, mm-hmm. And we celebrate Memorial Weekend to uh, celebrate those who've gone before us. Um, a lot of military. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of your big platforms on the show was PTSD. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're a show all about travel and, and uh, travel indoors, outdoors, around town. Sure. Uh, pretty much all things travel. And uh, outdoor travel uh, has been going on a lot right now. Uh, wilderness therapy has been around a long time for adolescent youth uh, with behavioral issues um, and things like that. Um, there's a, a uh, you know, we're out here by the Appalachian Trail, Ben. Um, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was reading about a uh, gentleman from World War II. Um, pull this up real quick and read it to you. So in 1948, Earl Schaefer told a friend he was going to walk off the war to work out the, the, right, uh, the sights, sounds, and losses of World War II. Four months later, Earl Schaefer became the first person to hike the entire length of the Appalachian Trail from Georgia to Maine. Um, wow. And wow. Fr- from yeah. that, um, he credits a lot of getting out on that trail and figuring those things out to solving a lot of the issues that he was dealing with. Um, there's since then there's been soldiers who've come back, um, and have gone through that same situation. And when I called you and and brought that up to you about, you know, have you heard of wilderness therapy? You're like, yeah, Yeah. I I lived it without even knowing (laughs) it. So can you tell us a little bit about that and your experience? Yeah. You know, um, you know, after, after, uh, after I got out, you know, uh, kind of like that, that gentleman said, you, you, you got a lot, you want to walk off. Right. Yeah. So, um, with, where um where i found my mind the most at ease was up in the mountains um in the mountains of alaska uh, mountains of wyoming and stuff like that and so i you know there wasn't a wilderness therapy deal but that was just something that had worked for me uh you get away from all all the cars the the booms the bangs um you know everyday life and and people in general and you get to go and, and uh, you know, experience your, your thoughts and feelings uh, in a beautiful spot. It helps clear the air and bring some understanding to all that stuff floating around in your head, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. Like, I, I and we've talked about this on the show before. One of the beautiful things for me, like camping and getting out away from cell phone service, is I feel like it is a complete recharge of my emotional self. Um, right. And and that's just somebody who's just, you know, working the nine to fiver uh, and just kind of living life. Um, right. Normal stresses. It, it, normal stresses of life. Yeah. So I can only imagine. Right. Um, there's my phone again. I apologize, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Well, <laughs> we got a producer well, now, can- but <laughs> she's going to kill me. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you know, you make a good point there. Because that, that's one of those things like those regular stresses. So I can only imagine what it does for somebody who hit their stresses are like 20 times at least uh, bigger than the stresses I've dealt with in my life. Right. Uh, and, and the interesting thing is about Ben is, um, so, and, and you might be able to correct me. It, I don't know if it was after your last tour or if it was between tours, but when you came home, uh, we worked together for a little bit uh, as garbage men and yeah. uh, wow. you were there for a couple of weeks. And it was evident that, that you were struggling with that, that coming back. Um, yeah. and it, it was exciting to see you on, on uh, survivor and following you like someone beauties of Facebook following you be up be, before that. 
right. how well your life has come from then. Do you mind talking yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, I remember I remember throwing trash with you and uh, <laughs> I left in a matter of like uh, like two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I went up to the mountains. I, I went and lived up in McCall, you know, yeah. and, and so that was that was the thing. I think I think uh, us as human beings kind of uh, take for granted what Mother Nature gives us. Mm, um, yeah. There's so much beauty and so much peace and so much history in a tree, in a, a pine cone and in, in, in the dirt on the ground. And being able to go and, and appreciate that and experience that, whether it's in the mountains of Alaska, Wyoming, the islands of Fiji, right? Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere you get out of that cell service, anywhere you get away from these these iPads and and, um, and all these distractions, and and you start to learn a lot about yourself and life and the earth, right? We don't take care of the earth. We don't take care of ourselves. And um, being able to put everything aside you start to really focus and learn what matters in life. You know, our, our families, um, our feelings, our love, uh, the thoughts that we have in our head that might, um, you know, sway you one way down a bad road or not, but that's just normal. We're human beings, you know, we have choices that are implemented and put in front of us every single day. And if you don't have a clear mind and a clear head and credit with all this junk that we have in our world now, um, you know, you can lose yourself. Right. And yeah. I think, um, I think the, you know, mother nature is, is, um, the best therapy. And I think we need to take care of her and focus on her a little bit more instead of, you know, angry birds and <laughs> yeah, stuff like right. that. Exactly. No. And that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, I, uh, you know, it was, I think it was Cameron and I having a conversation earlier this week. I know it's hard it's, to remember. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> it things, on or off like yeah. the podcast. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, when you get out to a place where you don't have cell service, um, for the first like hour or so, you're just like, oh, I don't have cell service, you know, and you're freaking out because you don't have cell service. And well, and we've yeah. been like trained, we've been trained yeah. to feel like that because every horror movie you've seen in the last like thirty years, they need to write that <laughs> in, yeah, exactly, <laughs> so right. they can't call the cops immediately. Yeah. Well, and for, right. more, for more, it's like you know, you're just sitting there like chilling. Uh, I mean. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the only one. You go to the bathroom, you gotta kill time. You pull up like an app and play the game. On Absolutely, the phone, right? right? So, right. Like, yeah. So, like, you get out and, and then you're sitting there waiting, or right. um, you know, driving in the car and you're riding, you know, shotgun. Um, all of a sudden, you don't have cell service. And you're like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Right. Have a conversation yeah. with somebody. Right. Uh, look at that beautiful sunset that's right in front of you. Right. I, I swear, uh, people <laughs> only know what's in their shampoo mm -hmm. uh, until they've forgotten their smartphone when yeah. going to the bathroom. Because <laughs> right. then it's like, well, I guess I might as well read all this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, what's in this? I go, oh, really? No, it's not the only one. Right. <laughs> no, everybody does <laughs> or, it. Absolutely. Or the magazine bin by the toilet. Oh, right. I always found that's that so like, gross. Uh, I've learned more about yeah. feminine hygiene than I. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no. me and my brother were not good aim, so all our magazines were yeah. very, very uh, yeah, right. wet. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I bet that was the best part about Survivor, right? No aiming. <laughs> no aiming, yeah. No aiming, no bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could either dig a hole on the island or you can go out into the uh, the ocean and uh it's called an aqua dump right yeah so, so that was that was my my uh you know you go out clean up afterwards and, yeah. and stuff and so using using leaves island leaves is not fun right? Well, so, right you find you discover poison ivy very quickly yeah but there's a very yeah and there's a very tech like there's a technique to going you know to the bathroom in the ocean too because 
Uh, you can't move away from it too quick, otherwise it creates a wake. It'll follow you, you know. And you, you start you start being able to time the tides, you know, you know your high tide, low tide, and, and there's a lot of science behind going to the bathroom. There may no, the be no wind, but right. there is that tide, right? Coming and and let all the haters right. let all the haters who say they don't learn anything from this podcast, they can yeah, stop right now exactly. because we just yeah, taught you how yeah. to use the bathroom in, going the, in the ocean. Two, going number two in the ocean is yeah. very tricky. Exactly, <laughs> people think it's easy, but it's not. It's different than a lake. No. Different, different yeah. right yeah the current exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. well yeah. so speaking of that though too um you know in the military did you have kind of a leg up on everybody going potty where there weren't potties oh right uh right so <laughs> i mean i think my military experience definitely uh helped me out with with survivor right yeah. um uh it was you know hot and sandy and, and we're sleeping in the elements but for me i wasn't getting shot at you know and so it was very comfortable for me to be there. Sure. For my other fellow castaways, it was a new experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, right. they're without their phones and they don't have, you know, shelters and they only have one set of clothes. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not like right. no one's trying to kill me. Out yeah. Here. Like, so I, it was pretty comfortable. Yeah. And, I, and, but yeah. beat them. Like, I wanted to keep the Marine Corps out of the show. You right. Know, so you don't know what like the theme of the show is or anything until you're on day one on the boat. Yeah. Know? And so <laughs> my wife and I, Kelly, were like, well, being a Marine can be perceived as a threat. So let's keep that out of like your gameplay. And so I was like, all right, like that's the only thing I did uh, as far as training to go on the show. I, I ran a mile and a half like the day before I flew out to L.A., came back and was like, oh, this feels real good. And Kelly's like, well, you're out of time, honey. You, yeah. you leave tomorrow, <laughs> you know. But I think that benefited you. And you actually brought that up on the show at one point. And, yeah. and um, with, uh, oh, gosh, can I give his name? Um he did the uh, the adventure camp in New Mexico. Uh, the, Cole, yeah, Cole. Thank you. Yeah, 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 Cole. And one of the things you said was like, "You came out here to look good. You should come yeah. out here with some weight on you." Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you told me you lost thirty pounds. pounds. Yeah, right. That's so, that. I thought like when I saw that because um, I started watching season thirty five because uh, Ren was like, "Hey, I know the winner," <laughs> and he told me your name, but I forgot by the time I was watching the actual season. So yeah. I was watching and I was like trying to identify who it was, you know, <laughs> like, okay, yeah. well, yeah. from what I know of Ren, it's probably, you know, one of these guys. And then you said that line about like, what, you know, what are you doing? You know, you're going to be losing so much weight being on this show. You got to, yeah. what do you, why are you uh, coming in here looking like that? And yeah. I was like, oh, that's him right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I lost, uh, I, I went in at about 220 and came out at 190. So I lost wow. 30 pounds in 39 days. And wow. so there's no off camera deal. And about back to, back to the Marine thing, I wanted to keep that out. And so Jeff's like, welcome to heroes versus healers versus hustlers. <laughs> and I looked around at my tribe and I'm like, oh my gosh, no. And, and he's like, you in the cowboy hat. Why would you be perceived as a hero? And I was like, well, I'm a dad, and Jeff's like, yeah, that's not going to fly. So, so, you know, I, 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 I was like, I'm a Marine, and yeah, my game was blown out. But um, you, it's it's 100% real. There's no off-camera, look here, go here. There's no power bars or, or, yeah. or any, like, you know, setup uh, shots. It's uh, you get thrown onto an island, and then they just videotape you. Nobody yeah. tells you, you. The cameramen don't talk to you. Nobody, like. It's it's pretty weird, but yeah, thirty pounds in thirty nine days. Um, so almost a pound a day I lost, That's and crazy. Uh, 
we ate stingray, um, hermit crabs. I tried killing a bat with a rock. Uh, I, <laughs> I was trying to kill a shark with a spear. We have a, a Hawaiian sling. And so, um, fishing, you know, uh, spear fishing on the reefs in Fiji is unreal. Yeah. You know, someone, someone from Boise, Idaho, right? Uh, not, a, not only is plain survivor, but is out in Fiji spear fishing. Yeah. Right? Right? <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It, it, it's unreal. And seeing all the wildlife and, and sharks, you know, trying to kill a shark with a spear, like what little kid didn't want to do that. Yeah. Right. You know, all right. Well, that was our show. Yeah. That was uh, all of them. Happy Memorial Day. Right. To and if uh, listening. if you liked anything you heard and you want to listen to the full episode, uh, of course, visit our SoundCloud where you might be right now or, or go to gontrippinpodcast.com. Right. And right look at the archives. Yeah. And you'll be able to see everything. Take you to our SoundCloud account. You'll be able to yeah. see all the episodes. Uh, or listen to all the episodes. Right. Um, and uh, also, follow our, our social medias. Yeah, we're out there. Media. We're on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, Gontrippin Podcast. Instagram. Uh, Instagram's Instagram, probably our Gone most Trippin active. Podcast, Facebook, Gone Trippin'. Um, and uh, yeah, you can see all the things we have going on there. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, if you like to tweet, tweet. Yeah, tweet us. If you're a twit and you like to tweet, <laughs> we are on Twitter at Gone Trippin' Cast. Yeah. Dropping tri- Gone Trippin' Podcast was too long. So drop Gone Trippin' Cast um, at Gone Twitter. Cast Twitter and their length laws. I know. <laughs> They'll double what you can write, but you can't have right. very long of a name. So <laughs> it's robbery yet. So yeah, yeah. but uh, enjoy your barbecues, enjoy your family yeah. time. Get out there, people. Um, get some good rest before you start work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys all have a great one. Remember, peace be the journey. Peace be the journey. Gone tripping, my wagoneer and I. Gone tripping, reading the road signs. Gone tripping, one playlist at a time. Gone tripping, odometer's ticking. My mind doing a rebel sipping. I'm a road warrior on a mission. You won't find me just sitting home wishing. Cause I, I, I am gone.